Lord, we've come to magnify your holy name and spirit and the truth with all of our hearts, with all of our minds, with all of our souls, with everything that is within us, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, have your way in this place. Let your Holy Ghost fall, dear God, in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. If you have a Bible, I invite for you to turn with me to the book of Psalms, chapter 100. Beginning at verse 1, Psalms chapter 100. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all nations, to all generations, sorry. By the help of the Holy Ghost, I'd like to preach on living out Psalms 100. Living out Psalms 100. You can be seated in the house of the Lord. All over this world that we're, we're living in, today, there are people that have filled up many places. There are people that have filled up the stadiums and gymnasiums as they root and they cheer for someone shooting a ball through a hoop. There are people that have filled up stadiums as they cheer for someone swinging a bat trying to hit a ball. And when they fill up these places, they give everything that they have. They pour out their heart. They pour out their, they give all of their energy, their time, uh, their effort. They give it because they're cheering, whether it's for their favorite team or whether it's for their favorite athlete, whatever it may be. Uh, they pour everything they have into what they're doing. The scripture tells us here in verse 1, it tells us to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Tonight, there are people, they are lifting up their voice and they are making noise and that's all it is. It's just noise. It's not accomplishing nothing. It's not achieving nothing. It won't save them. It won't deliver them. It won't make them any better. But tonight, we're in the right place tonight. We're in the place where what we do and I'll tell you how we respond tonight matters. The writer said, a joy for noise unto the Lord. Tonight I've come to make a joy for noise unto the Lord tonight. Um, there are people that they don't feel too joyful. They want to complain. They want to bicker. They want to murmur how bad it is. But I don't want to get focused on how bad things are tonight, but for this moment that I have, I want to make a joy for noise unto the Lord. Hey, I know it's pretty bad. I know 
The economy is bad. I know that there's bills that are stacked uh, to the ceiling. But I've come to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Just for the time that I'm in the house of the Lord, I want to forget about the problems that await me back home. And I want to get what I need to get so that I can deal with the problems when I get back home. So I come to open up my mouth. I come to lift up my voice. I come to make a joyful noise unto God. You can be seated tonight. The word noise here means to, to shout. Uh, one definition that I saw it meant to, to shout because uh, you have triumphed, a person has triumphed over their enemies. Come on, I think we have a reason to shout tonight. Come on, the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And I want to know, is there anybody that has been redeemed from the hands of the enemy? If God has pulled you out, if he has delivered you, you have every reason to shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Oh, I'm not talking about being quiet, but if God has brought you out, if he's delivered you from addiction, if he's delivered you from the lust of this world, you have every reason to lift up your voice and magnify the Lord and make a joy for noise. You can be seated tonight. I've come to let it be known that God is good, that God has been good to me. You know, if you can get so wrapped up and so caught up in the day-to-day -day life and how hard things are and the stressors that comes against us, and you can forget just how good God is. Some people can forget that God allowed them to see the sun rise this morning. Some people can forget that they have eyes to see how blue the sky is. There are people that don't have that privilege. Some people forget that they have legs to walk on when there are people that wish that they had legs to walk on. Come on, somebody. God has been good to you. If you got breath in your body, God has been good. If you've forgotten, go ahead and inhale and exhale, and you'll realize that God has been good to me. So I've come to lift up my voice. I've come to lift up my hands. I've come to magnify him and give him the glory that he deserves. In Jesus' name, you can be seated tonight. I'll tell somebody that it's important that you come in and you bless the Lord. It's important that you find your shout. If you want the walls to come down, you're going to have to lift up your voice. And you're going to have to begin to give God some praise. And you're going to have to begin to call out to him and let him know that you need him. And when you do that, you're going to find out that the very thing that was keeping you away from God, that was keeping you out of his presence, that was keeping you from inheriting what he had promised to you, that those walls will come down and you will begin to inherit every precious promise that God has made to you. 
The Bible tells us that the children of Israel, when it was time for them to inherit the promised land, that they was given instructions. And each day they walked around the wall. But on the seventh day, they walked around the wall seven times. And the seventh time around that wall, they began to blow the trumpets and they began to shout unto God. And when they began to shout unto God, those walls came down. And I want somebody to know that it's not complicated tonight. It's the same principle. If you want the wall to come down, you're going to have to lift up your voice and you're going to have to shout unto God. If you want that wall of depression to come down, then I encourage you to go ahead and lift up your voice and watch that wall come tumbling down. You can be seated tonight. So the writer said, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. And he goes on and he says, serve the Lord with gladness. Serve the Lord with gladness. Tonight, I'm not, I'm not doing, I'm not coming to the house of the Lord out of, out of obligation tonight. I'm not doing it, and I'm not walking in here with my head hung low and my, my lip dragging the ground. But I came running to the house of the Lord. David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Somebody needs to learn how to serve God in gladness, with gladness, because this is the greatest thing that you could ever be a part of. Come on, I know the devil tries to tear down living for God. He tries to tear down the church, but I've come to serve. Notice to the devil, you're not going to fool me. You're not going to trick me. Living for God, being a part of the church is the greatest thing that you can ever be involved in. You can be seated tonight. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come on. Somebody needs to understand. The Bible tells us that this is the day which the Lord hath made. And it said that we will rejoice and be glad in it. I know the devil has called some people to believe that he has made this day as trouble have hit them from left to right throughout this day. But I want you to know that even though the devil is causing you to believe that he created this day, I want you to know that God formed this day. God produced this day. And because I know that, I will rejoice. Oh, come on, somebody. Oh, think you hear me. I will rejoice. I will leap. I will run. I will shout. I will be glad in it. God has created this day. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in here. I said I feel the Holy Ghost in here. Come on, somebody. Put the devil under your feet. Get victory in the Holy Ghost tonight. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, you can be seated tonight. I will serve the Lord in gladness. The psalmist said, restore unto
unto me the joy of thy salvation. Joy is another word for gladness. Come on. I think somebody needs the joy to be restored unto them tonight. Somebody needs a fresh touch of the Holy Ghost so that they can get that Holy Ghost outlook once again and realize that it's a great thing to be a child of God. It's a great thing to be blood-bought, to be born of the water, born of the Spirit, your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. You can be seated tonight. The children of Israel fell into the trap. God used Moses to lead them out of Egypt, to deliver them, to set them free from the hands of Pharaoh. And once they got out into the wilderness, the Bible says that they begin to complain, they begin to murmur, they begin to bicker, as they begin to forget how good God was. They begin to complain. Every time you turn around, they was complaining. They forgot that God rained down manna from heaven. They complained because there wasn't no water. And then when they found water, they complained because the water was bitter. Only if they would have kept quiet and would have moved on a little further, they would have seen that God had it already prepared for them all the long. I don't want to fall into complaining. I don't want to fall into bickering. I don't want to fall into murmuring. I want to serve God with gladness. Come on, I didn't come to talk about who's doing what. I didn't come to talk about who went where. I come to keep my eyes on the Lord and serve him with gladness. You can be seated tonight. There are some that look down on the fact that we come to church as much as we do. And I can admit that when I was naive and immature, I used to think the same thing. But as I have gotten older, I realized that I need more church. I need as much church as I can possibly get. This world is only getting darker and darker. And when I step into the house of the Lord, sunshine, come on. I need some light in my life. I need more Holy Ghost filled services. Come on, the, the psalmist said, when shall I appear before God? There was an anticipation. He was ready to get to the house of the Lord. You can be seated tonight. So I'm not complaining because we come to church as much as we do. I love the house of the Lord. I love what we feel here tonight. I love it. This is the greatest thing that we can be involved in. You are important, and you are doing something important tonight. Come on, I know the world will make you seem like coming to church doesn't matter, but I want you to know that it does matter. I want you to know that you are stocking up heavenly treasure, and one day there will be a payoff. One day you will be able to cash in. You can be seated tonight. Young person, don't allow... The devil don't allow the world to cause you to believe that living for God is boring, that it's outdated, 
that is old-fashioned, I want you to know that it's not outdated. It's not old-fashioned, but you will never find anything as powerful and as great as the Holy Ghost. While they are running the streets, while they are hopping from relationship to relationship, while they are trying every drug and losing their mind, you are in a safe haven tonight. You are in a safe place tonight, and you appreciate it. Don't look down on it. Don't frown upon it, but you grab a hold of it, and you apply it to your life. You can be seated tonight in the house of the Lord. Don't allow the devil to talk you out of serving God with gladness. Don't allow him to cause you to think that this thing is to go through the motions. I don't want to go through the motions. This thing is powerful. This thing is powerful tonight. Come on, and I want to experience everything that God has for me tonight. I didn't come to go through the motions, but I've come to get a fresh touch from him because God is ready to fill us. He is ready to refill us each and every time we step foot through these doors. Writer goes on and he tells us to come before the Lord, before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. I know tonight that the reason that I'm standing here, the reason that I have what I have, it's all because of God. It's all because of God that I am what I am. It's only by his grace that I am what I am. A lot of times when we're in this life and we are building careers, we are purchasing homes, we are buying cars, we are building the bank accounts, if we're not careful, we can begin to think that it's us, that we are the ones that are in control, and that we're the ones that made us, and we're the ones that um, accomplish what we're accomplishing. You need to know that everything that you're doing, you can't do it without the grace of God on your life. I don't care what title you hold in this world. I want you to know that without God's grace, without his mercy, you can do nothing. I can do nothing without God's mercy. You can be seated tonight. King Nebuchadnezzar found that out real quick, that it wasn't about him. He thought he was great. He thought he had built a wonderful kingdom. And he found out real quick that it was never about him, but that God establishes people, that he builds them up and that he can tear them down as well. You know, I don't want to fall before I realize that it's not about me. I don't want to be torn down and lose everything before I realize that, hey, God, the Lord, he is God, and that I didn't make myself, but it is he that have formed me. It is he that have fashioned me. It is he that has put breath in my body. The roof that I have over my head is because God allowed me to live in that home because it's his. It all belongs to his. 
We're just renovated. Come on, so once you get that understanding, come on, you got the right perspective. Thank you, Lord, for allowing me to stay in your home. Thank you, God, for allowing me to use your car. Thank you, Lord, for allowing me to use your finances. It don't belong to me. It all belongs to him. It's all his. You can be seated tonight. So I want to remember that it's he that have made us and not we ourselves. King Nebuchadnezzar found that out real quick as he was driven out of the kingdom. And now he is on the level of an animal. And he came to his understanding. And he figured out that this thing is not about me, that it's about God. God is the one that establishes. God is the one that builds up. Okay? I don't want to get high and mighty. I don't want to get prideful tonight and thinking that I've made it and thinking that I a little success in this life. Let me tell you, it can come and it can go just like that. But I want to keep my eyes fixed on God. I want to realize that it is him that have blessed me. It is him that has opened up the windows of heaven and poured out a blessing upon me and upon my family. I want to remember that I haven't done anything. That it's he that has made us. He made us out of the dust of the earth. He breathed breath into our bodies and man became a living soul I'm telling you without God you could do nothing we would be nothing I want to keep the right perspective tonight and understand that it's all about him you can be seated tonight in the house of the Lord It goes on to tell us that we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. I want you to know that the Bible tells us that he is our chief shepherd, that he is the, the bishop of our souls. David said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Okay? It's God is leading us. He is guiding us. He is directing us. Okay? I want to make sure that I'm a sheep tonight because the other option, if you're not a sheep, then you're a goat. A goat kicks against. A goat tries to get out of the, protect, the hedge that has been placed around them because they, want, they think the grass is greener on the other side, and then it's not greener, it's all grass. I want to make sure that I'm a sheep tonight. I want to make sure that I can hear the voice of my shepherd tonight. Jesus said, my sheep, they hear my voice and that they will not go to another. I don't want to listen to anybody but Jesus Christ. I want to be able to hear his voice. Come on. I want to be able to hear when I hear that all you got to do is confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. I want to know that that's not the voice of my shepherd. That's not the voice of my shepherd. When I hear that there are three gods in the God, three persons in the Godhead, I want to know that that's not the voice of my shepherd, and I do not want to go that way. That is a seducing spirit. That is a false doctrine, and I refuse to follow it. I want to hear the voice of my shepherd 
when he speaks. You can be seated tonight. So it's the Lord that is leading us. He is guiding us. He is directing our path. There are people that will say, well, there are people that won't believe in the word of God and won't believe that God is able to direct. He is able to um, lead us and guide us, and it leads them to believe that they have to do things on their own. And they have to figure things out because they don't believe that God is real. They don't believe that God hears us. But I want you to know that God sees you tonight. And God hears you tonight. And God has your best interests at hand tonight. And I want to fall in line with his word. I want to fall in line with the leaders that he's put in my life to keep me in line with his word. Whatever it takes, go ahead and correct me. Go ahead and instruct me. Whatever it takes, I got to be saved. And I got to be able to hear God through the man of God. There are a lot of people that believe, oh, well, you don't need a pastor. You don't need some man over you. And that is probably the foolish thing that I have ever heard when the Bible tells us that we need a pastor. We need a man of God. And I want to grab hold of that. And I want to thank God for it. Because without it, I'm lost. Without it, I'm not going to make it. Without it, I don't stand a chance. Come on, you got to be able to hear the Lord through the man of God. you got to know the voice of your shepherd. You can be seated tonight. Goes on and tells us to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. I came this tonight to lift up, to bless the name of the Lord. Sometimes trials and tests that we go through will cause us to want to be quiet and cause us to go in a secluded area and cause us to feel sorry for ourselves. But I want you to know that that is the time that you should lift up your voice even louder and bless the name of the Lord is when you're going through a test and when you're going through a trial. The Bible tells us that Paul and Silas, that they were locked in prison. And it was the midnight hour. It was the darkest hour. And these men, they didn't murmur. They didn't complain. They didn't get upset with what they was going through. These men, they began to sing praises to God. They began to magnify the name of the Lord. And when they began to praise God, the Bible says that the prison doors was open, that there was a great earthquake, that their chains fell off. The psalmist said, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. That means in good times and bad times, I'm going to bless the name of the Lord. Come on, somebody. When I got money in my pocket and when I don't, I'm still going to bless the name of the Lord. Come on, I can lose everything, but I'm going to bless the name of the Lord and I'm going to keep a praise upon my lips. God is good. He is great and greatly to be praised. You can be seated tonight. I'm going to bless his name regardless. 
I don't want to be a conditional worshiper. I don't want to be a conditional Christian that when things are good, then I can praise God. But when things are bad, then somehow I can't muster up worship. I can't muster up praise. I can't muster up thanksgiving. God is good. And I'm going to be thankful regardless of what I have and regardless of what I don't have. Sometimes we can get stuck on what we don't have and we can't see what we do have. We can't see how good God has been. I don't want to get caught up in warning and warning and warning. And if I don't get it, then I can't be thankful. I want to be thankful. I want to learn how to be content with what God has already given me. So what if I never drive a Bentley and I drive a hoopty the rest of my life? God gave me that hoopty and I'm going to be thankful for it. I may not live on the house on the hill, but God has provided and I will be thankful. I will tell God, you are great. You are greatly to be praised. I thank you for being mindful of someone like me. You can be seated. I won't let my circumstances determine whether I praise God or not or whether I'm thankful or not. But I won't always be thankful. Verse 5 tells us, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth to all nations. There's someone that needs to know that God is still on the throne that he is still powerful. A lot of times you hear people say, well, why God doesn't, don't work today the way that he did back then? And I want to tell those people that he still do work today the way that he did back then. And I want you to know that it's even better today. Come on, we're living in a great time. Don't fall into the trap of believing that God cannot move, that God cannot work. I want you to know that we can have a day of Pentecost experience here tonight, just like in the book of Acts. Come on, I want you to know that God is still true. He's still real today, more than ever. You can be seated tonight. God hasn't changed. He hasn't somehow become weaker. The Bible says that he is the Lord and he changed not. So I want you to know that when you read those scriptures and you see what took place, in those accounts, in the, in the book of Acts, when Jesus was on earth in his earthly ministry, I want you to know that those same things can happen today. I want you to know that blind eyes can be opened today. I want you to know that lame legs can be healed today. I want you to know that the deaf ear can be unstopped today. Come on, I want you to know that God is still moving and he's still in the healing business. God is not on a vacation. God is moving up and down these aisles, ready to touch you, ready to minister to your heart, ready to pour out his spirit. I just need to know, do I have some people that believe that God is still great, he is still able, that his mercy 
and that his truth endureth to all generations. You can be seated tonight. You need to, we need to know that God stands ready to meet our needs here tonight. The God that you read about in the book of Acts and how the Holy Ghost was poured out in such a mighty way, I want you to know that the same thing can happen today. People can be baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost by thousands. It can happen today. I want you to know that people can be delivered from false doctrine and have their eyes open up unto the truth of God's word. That it can happen today. I said it can happen today. Come on, somebody. I need you to grab a hold of that. I need you to get that in your spirit. Come on, don't let the philosopher tell you that God doesn't work any longer. I come to let him know that God works. You can be seated tonight. I'm going to tell you that God works. And the things that we read about in the book of Acts is still happening today. Just last night, after service in Fort Myers, we was getting ready to lock up. And um, someone came inside and they said, there's a couple outside and they want prayer. And the man brought his family in, his wife and his two little girls in. And uh, they were from Brazil and they was getting ready to go back to Brazil. And the man said that my wife She's wrestling, and she's been dealing with unclean spirits for quite some time now. And um, he said, I want you all to pray for us. And, uh, you know, we always take the opportunity to give somebody the gospel. And I told them, we will pray with you, but we want to show you something first. And we begin to show them about being born of the water and born of the spirit. And John 3, 5 and Acts 2, 38. And this man and his wife was open to this as they realized that this wasn't just some coincidence that they pulled up into the parking lot. They didn't even know that there was a church there, that they had to get out and ask someone, is this a church? And they recognized that this was God's will for their lives. And as they changed and got into the baptismal tank, we baptized the man um, he got a good touch of the Holy Ghost. The woman got in and she got baptized in Jesus' name and God filled her with the Holy Ghost. I want you to know God is still the same. I want you to know that his, his truth endureth to all generations. Let's remain standing here in the house of the Lord tonight. But I want you to know that that's the greatest part. That is great and it's wonderful, but there's more to it. After this man and this woman got baptized and God filled the woman with the Holy Ghost, the woman, she didn't speak English, she spoke port Portuguese. So her husband had to translate to us everything that, that she said. And after they got baptized and we got their contact information so that we can get back in touch with them and find a church for them, um, a truth preaching church in Brazil for them. The woman begins to tell her husband something. 
And it blew my mind. And I, I'm telling you, I felt the Holy Ghost very powerfully when they told the, when she told us this. But the man told and related to us that his wife had had a dream. And that the dream was that she was walking through water. And that she had came from a very long distance just to be baptized. And I'm telling you, God knows. I'm telling you, God is well able to reach. I'm telling you that his truth endureth to all generations. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Come on, somebody. Live out Psalms chapter 100. Live it out. Apply it to your life because God is real. He is well able to meet your need. Come on, somebody. Lift up your hands. I want to serve God with gladness. I want to be thankful. I want to be grateful for everything that he's done in my life. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Come on, let's magnify and call upon the name of the Lord in this place. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I want you to know that God, Jesus, he's still the same today, yesterday, and forever. Come on, he said, I am the Lord, and I change not. If he did it for them back then, he can do it for us today. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Come on, somebody, gather around these altars. Come with your heart, lift it up with your hands, calling upon the name of the Lord. The Holy Ghost is here. 